The beginning of this week's parashas, Emer, uh, deals with special laws for Kahanim. And, you know, as soon as you uh, begin to read, you can see, you take a very special lesson. Uh, we know that a Kohen has a very special uh, mission in the, uh, first of all, in the Beis HaMikdosh. It was the Kohanim that served and they took care of all the uh, sacrifices, all the service that took place in the temple as agents of the Jewish people. So the Kohanim were chosen as the, uh, as the special people from amongst the Jewish people to be of service to Hashem. Which, by the way, it's interesting to see Dalt Rebbe Namaimer last week speaks about you know, a lot of times people have a little bit of a hard time understanding what is the idea of all these korbanos, of these sacrifices? You know, you take an animal and you, you kill it, you sprinkle the blood on the, on the altar, and it seems like a, a pretty much a, a pretty much almost a, a wasteful kind of thing. Uh, maybe some people who are animal rights people, to them it's even, uh, you know, cruelty to animals and things like that. Um, and, but... In the Hasidus over there, in the Maimur, he says an interesting uh, word over there. He says that, you know, the whole service of the Korbanas, as we know, is really a very spiritual service. It manifests itself in a physical way, but it, it, it really uh, it talks about the whole idea of davening, which is in the place of Korbanas, so that the davening is a time to become closer to Hashem, which is what a Korban is, to come closer to Hashem. But he just he points out over there, that you can't just do uh, you can't just do a carbon. A carbon has to be done by a kohen. If a, a, an ordinary person, a czar, non kohen, would go ahead and kill an animal or do all these things, the services, that's not acceptable. That's violating, uh, and that would be desecrating the temple and the uh, service and the mezbeach and and the holiness. It's of no value. So the fact that the conditions are so clear that it has to be a Kohen, uh, that a Kohen who is considered to be on a very high spiritual level, that tells us that the whole avoida of the Karbonis is really a very spiritual, and it's a very holy work that brings the people, and it's mostly a spiritual level. The Alter Rebbe says very interesting over there that by the davening even, he says the most important part of the davening, which is corresponds to the korbanos. When we say Allah Torah, the world stands on three things: Torah, Avoda, and Gemilus Chasodim. What is Avoda? Avoda is korbanos. That the world stands on korbanos, which means sacrifices that we bring. Today we don't have any sacrifices, so it stands on one of prayer when we daven. The davening we daven three times a day correspond. To the korbanis, that's the korbanit tefillahs, the makom korbanis tiknum. We instituted the prayer instead of the korbanis. So he says over there too that the main thing of the davening is not even the words. The words of the davening are not the main thing. The main thing of the davening is the feeling of the heart. It's what you feel in your heart. Your a sense of closeness to Hashem, a sense of uh, wanting to uh, connect to Hashem a sense of uh, spirituality. It's all a spiritual, uplifting experience. He goes as far as saying 
the only reasons we have words over there, he says, first of all, he quotes, he says, if you just daven without kavona, if you daven, we don't have the intent, is kiguf below neshama. That's like a body without a soul. It's like the words are, are dead. They don't have... So he says the main thing of, 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 of the davening is actually the spirituality, is the kavona. And the only reason he says over there that we have words, bechlal, to begin with, is because words help us think. So the purpose of the words, the purpose of verbalizing or saying all these words are not for the purpose of the words themselves. The words are just to get us thinking, to get us into, uh, the, when we say our words loudly, it, uh, it helps us in our kavana and things like that. So, but the, basically is, is the kavana over here. Okay, I told the, the story many times about, say about the Alter Rebbe, that he once walked into a shul, which was not uh, uh, such a... Uh, I guess uh, they weren't so careful over there. They were talking in the middle, in middle of the davening, in the middle of uh, of uh, thing. It was it felt like, uh, and the Alter Rebbe sort of went out of the shul after the davening over there, and he gave him like a, an unusual compliment. He said, "This shul, he says, is full of davening," and the people were kind of shocked for the Alter Rebbe to say such a compliment. The shul didn't seem like. Uh, it was such a uh, significant, such a great uh, holy place. <laughs> uh, the people there weren't. But he explains that, you know, this, this time I said, what I meant to say is, because usually it says that when you daven, and if you daven with kavona, with love and fear of Hashem, so you behave in such a way, they're considered the wings of the body of the, uh, of the bird. So the prayers fly up to Hashem, but you need the wings to carry them up. He says, this place, there were no wings over there, so the... Sh- all the prayers remained in the shul. I said, the, he says, the shul is full of prayer because they had no, they didn't go anywhere. They just stuck down, down, down over here. But anyways, the point that uh, I wanted to uh, bring out from the parsha, you see the Avitzerol. So this coin has very special restrictions. One of the restrictions is because of his level, he's not permitted to defile himself. He's not allowed to uh, become tummy. He's not allowed to come in contact with a, a dead body. Now, dead is synonymous with the lowest of levels because uh, uh, God, uh, Yiddish guy, all life, they all represent something living. Dead represents the opposite of, 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 of holiness, of, uh, of, of, of Yiddish guy. So, dead with a Kohen don't mix. So, a Kohen is not supposed to come in contact with a dead body. But yet, the Torah makes a very big exception, a very, very big exception. He says... The Torah says in the beginning of the parsha we read, the Rashi points it out, that Ba'amov, which means that only while there's somebody else to take care of somebody who passed away, you know, you have the Hebra Kadisha, you have the people who take care, those who do kindness with the, with the Mesim and take care of them, they do the uh, bathing, they make the sure that they should have a Tahara, and uh, etc. And all the other needs of the Mace that take care of it, so that's good. But if it's a situation, which is what's called the meis mitzvah. Meis mitzvah means there is a person who is unfortunately died. There's nobody to preoccupy themselves with this mace. Sometimes, unfortunately, throughout the Jewish history, I mean, Baruch Hashem, if you're settled and everything else, so people can get a respectable uh, burial and, you know, uh, do the proper eulogy. But the unfortunate reality was that in many, many cases, 
there's a person, a Jewish person that dies, and it'll be in the middle of the of the street or in the middle of nowhere, somewhere in a place. So then there's nobody else to occupy themselves, take care of the deceased, to bury him. So then it's a mitzvah for the Koyin. The Koyin is going to say, but I'm not allowed to uh, touch the body. I'm a Kohen. A Kohen can't touch the body. The Torah says it's a mitzvah. If it's uh, nobody else to take care, don't forget about being a Kohen. You know, you're a Kohen, that's a great level. But if there's nobody else to take care of this mace, it's your responsibility, it's your obligation to go see to it that he gets a proper Jewish burial, that you take care of him. Because that overrides your holiness. And by extension, you can also tell... Take this, we know that a Kohen is not just in the physical sense those who are born a Kohen, and besides those the rabbis make for a Kohen. No, just joking. You know, just a a Kohen, but can also be a spiritual Kohen. As the Rambam writes, that a person who dedicates his life to Hashem, you know, can become a Kohen. So sometimes people who dedicate their lives to Hashem, their Kohanim, they feel that maybe sometimes there are situations out there, you know, there is people that are leaving the faith, there are people that are totally, they're like a mace mitzvah, they're like, they're, there's nobody to take care of them. So in those situations, a person has to realize that you're taking a kohen, you're taking busy with the very big and very holy things, and you're very distinguished, but yet, if there's nobody else, and there's people out there that you can reach, that nobody else can reach, and there's people that you can make a difference, you can save them, and you can take care of them, you're not allowed to just... Uh, go away and say, I'm a coin, and therefore I'm not going to take care of him. But it's your obligation, that's what we learn from the parsha. it's your obligation to see to it that he gets his proper burial, that he's properly taken care of. So that every Jewish person is properly taken care of, and therefore we find, the Rebbe brings out many times, like the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Rebbe writes about him, and the same thing is understood about the Rebbe himself, that he was a, a, a great scholar, he could have spent lots of times to teach Hasidus, to expound on Hasidus, to get into the mystery of the of creation, or in the, in the revealed part of Torah, all parts of Torah. And yet, he took his very precious time, and he made sure that a child would have learned olive base, that there would be a mikveh, and that there would be the very elementary things, which really didn't need. Now, when times are good, and there's other people taking care of all these things, of course, then you can occupy yourself with uh, more important things. This is also, we learned in the Hayom Yom recently that if a person has talent to do big things, and you know, then don't go baking bread because baking bread anybody can do. If you are able to do something bigger, so it's considered to be actually uh, a relegation of duty if you don't do what you can do. Hashem has given you certain talents, so you have to express your best what you can do. But that's provided that there's somebody to take care of the mace out there, that there's somebody can take care, so you can do your better work, and the other one can do, uh, I guess, work that he can do, that everybody can do their work that is more applicable to them. But if it's a situation in which there's nobody else to take care of, then put away your greatness, put away your uh, special uh, level, and go out there and make sure that everybody gets the proper care that they need, and it's our responsibility. This is uh, this is what what Chabad is about.